Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to the A Word podcast. What is the A Word? The A Word symbolizes the censorship that comes with speaking about mental health and life experiences in general. This is a space where those censors do not exist and where we are able to have raw, real, and unfiltered conversations about mental health, spilling some tea about life, and sharing some laughs and cries along the way. Above all, we are here to have fun, do some self-care, and some loving on you. Welcome to the A Word. What is up and welcome to another episode of the A Word podcast. I have been gone for a minute, but sis is back, okay? We are ready to dive into more healing and more growth. I am so glad that I made the choice to start this podcast and build this community because I love it. It makes me happy. It fuels me. It excites me. And I'm so glad that you guys are here today. I'm sorry that I have not been putting podcasts out as regularly as I would like to. Um, Moving forward, I probably will be doing podcasts in groups, maybe releasing um, four back-to-back within a span of weeks time and then taking a little break and coming back. But you're here for the ride. You're here right now. So let's go ahead and get into it. Today's episode is called... No... That's toxic as fuck. Um, or AF for the clean version. <laughs> Whatever. Pick your poison. is your life. I'm just living in it. But toxic relationships. So I'm going to start off with... So the takeaways that you're going to be getting from this episode is how to not only know when you're in a toxic relationship, but... What are those signs Um, and how do we move forward? How do we step out of the toxic relationships? How do we start to recognize them so that we can get out? Because part of the part, part of it is a lot of us know that we're in bad situations. We know that it's not a healthy relationship. We know that it's not going the best it could. We know that there are signs. We see the signs, but we just don't get out. We stay for different reasons. And so that's really what we're going to be diving in the most in in this episode. So my background, I've dealt a lot with narcissistic abuse and I've also dealt with physical abuse in relationships. Now, toxic relationships don't mean physical abuse. They don't have to be physical. Actually, most of it is emotional. A lot of it is an emotional, but there also can be a physical aspect to it if you are in a relationship that is bringing forth those kinds of issues, being hit, being slapped, being pushed, being, I don't know, whatever it is, whatever you might have experienced. My background, to be honest, I have yet to be in a healthy, non-toxic relationship in my adult life. Every relationship that I have had in my adult life could be labeled as toxic for some reason or another. I've been in a physically abusive relationship. I've been in a relationship that was physically, emotionally, mentally, all three. I've been in an emotionally 
abusive relationship. I've been in narcissistic relationships where it was all about my partner. And it, I've, I've seen everything, right? I've dealt with everything. And it's been so, so difficult for me in the past to know when to exit out of those relationships because I just wanted to be loved. I just wanted to feel loved and be loved and I didn't want to be alone. I had a fear of being by myself. It was as if I would have preferred to be in a bad situation and in a bad relationship than to not be and grow and heal from those wounds. And so I was stepping in toxic relationship after toxic relationship and not healing from the toxicity from the other man. And here we go. Now, also, we cannot, when we talk about toxic relationships, let's remember that, yes, there can be, it might have started from your partner, it might have come from your partner, it might have also come from you. You might have been toxic, or you could have contributed to the toxicity yourself. I am the first to admit that I've also been toxic. I'm not saying that everything in the relationship is always on the other person. I have been the toxic person. I have been the one that has done things wrong. I have been the one that did something for whatever reason. Now, sometimes I might have done it as a result, but sometimes I was the I was the aggressor in certain situations. So when we talk about toxic stuff, we're just talking about toxic behavior, right? I was the one that would keep calling and calling and calling and sending paragraph after paragraph after paragraph and for what? For what? What purpose does that serve? If dude don't want to answer, then dude don't want to answer and then that's it. Like you talk when you talk or you don't ever talk and then the relationship is over. Yeah, but I, I've been that girl. So I, I can I can honestly say that I have been toxic in relationships as well. It has not always just been my partner. Now let's get into it. Listening to your intuition, right? You know when something isn't right. You know when something feels wrong. We're given that ability to recognize when things don't feel good at a very young age. I'm gonna use my daughter for an example. She can feel when something isn't wrong, something is wrong, and she can feel when something is right. She knows when she's happy, and she knows when she's uncomfortable. Mommy, I don't feel good. Mommy, I'm scared. Mommy, I'm sad. Her intuition tells her when something is not going right. And if we have that, my daughter is three. So a three-year-old has that. Us as grown people, we have that same ability, that same intuition to do the same thing, right? Use your intuition. If you are currently in a relationship and you know, this is not what's best for me, you know that. Okay, so that's the first step. Congratulations. That is truly the first step is knowing that you should not be here. This is not where you belong. This is not serving you. This is not fueling your greater purpose as a human being. So we leave. We skedaddle quick as fuck because who wants to deal with that, right? But it's easier said than done. So we're in these relationships. We don't want to leave. Our intuition is saying, I'm going to use myself as an example. Ashley, you got to go. This man doesn't care about your feelings. He doesn't care about your success. He doesn't care about you moving forward and being your best version of yourself. Those are three huge reasons to hit 
the road, Jack, and don't come back. That's it. Don't come back. No more, no more, no more. That's it. It's done. It's done. And we don't leave because we're scared. So that moves into the next thing. Let go of those who do not support you. I'm going to say that again for the people in the back. Let go of the people who do not support you. If someone doesn't support you, they don't care. They don't care about your dreams. They don't care about your aspirations. That is toxic behavior. You want to surround yourself with someone who is going to support you, but also realizing that you may not, the support might not always be 50-50. There are going to be some times when you're going to need to pick up some slack and there are going to be times when they have to pick up the slack. But when the support is there, it's there, right? If you're telling someone, I'm going to use myself as an example, I got this little writing internship in undergrad and the guy I was dating at the time had also recently found a interest in writing. I got the internship, he didn't apply for it, so he couldn't have gotten it in the first place because he never applied, right? But he was upset because writing was his thing. Not caring that writing was something that I was also very passionate about before we started dating. It was, that was his thing. And he refused to ever be supportive of what I was doing, what my endeavors were. And should that have been a flashing red red light of get out, danger, danger, abort mission, abort mission, yes. It should have been because if he's not supportive of small things like that, how is he going to be supportive moving forward of your bigger dreams, your bigger aspirations, those big ticket things that are going to change your life, right? They're not going to be there. If your partner is not supporting you in your endeavors, in your healing, in your growth, it doesn't just have to be monetary, it doesn't have to be Um, successes like that, supporting you in your healing journey, supporting you in wanting to work out, supporting you and you drinking more water. What do you need to drink more water for? Because I want to. Because you should, and you should support me because this is something that's important to me, right? Someone who doesn't recognize things that are important to you, doesn't register, this is important to my girl, this is important to my man, I need to do, I need to support them in this. Hit the road. It's toxic. It's not fair. Isn't and life life isn't fair. But you get to decide what's fair and what's not when it comes to something like that. You get to decide, okay, this is not fair to me. They won't support me. I've had the conversation about wanting the support, needing the support, appreciating and would be grateful for the support, and it's still not happening. This is not fair to me. It's time to walk away. Moving into the next thing, we confuse love with fear, right? And my relationships, and one of the relationships, probably the worst relationship I've ever been, probably the most toxic relationship I've ever been in was um, during undergrad. And I was really confusing that love with fear, right? Or fear with love. What I thought was me being in love with him was really me being scared to leave him because I would in my head the way I rewired in my head was I love him so I'm not gonna leave because I love him 
but I didn't, I'm not saying I, I did love this guy, but not enough, not to the degree that I was making it out to be. Not to the degree of, I love him so much. He's so important to me. I cannot let him go. He wasn't that. He wasn't that. It was, I'm scared to leave him. I'm scared of the result of leaving him. I'm scared of what he may do. I'm scared of what he might do to me. I'm scared of being by myself and starting over. I had so huge of so much codependency issues. I really struggled with codependency and just being on my own and being in my own space and enjoying my own company. I couldn't couldn't do it. Right? It was hard for me to learn how to be by myself just out of fear of, you know, being lonely, not having someone to turn to, not realizing that I could turn to myself, right? And I had other people in my life. I had friends, I had my parents, I had other immediate family that I could have turned to if I was struggling. And you constantly trying to turn to the same person that's causing you so much pain is not working. You're giving all of your power and all of your energy to them because they're taking away energy from you every time they do something that's toxic every time they do something that's hurtful every time they do something that rocks your world negatively they're taking something from you and then you're giving them what you have left that has nothing to do with them by turning to them for everything Turning to them for every problem, turning to them for every issue, you're giving them way too much of you and you're not giving enough of you to yourself, which is what we have to do, is what we need to do. It's what we almost crave to do is to make sure that we are giving some more of ourselves back to us. And I'm going to give you a journal prompt right now. I'll return to, um, to return to it at the end of the episode. I want you to think about and write, what are all the times that I confused my love with fear and my fear with love? All the times that I have confuse my love with fear and my fear with love. Take a lot of time to just sit down with this. Think about it. Take some time to sit with it and just let it resonate with you and just write. Write it all out and it's going to be very painful, especially if this is something that's going on in your life right now. Excuse me. If this is something that you're going on, that you're dealing with right now, it's going to bring forth more and more issues, right? It's going to bring more and more problems. And it's going to be an amazing 
amazing exercise to go through. It's going to be eye-opening. It's going to make you see all the times that you chose somebody else over your peace and your security. All the times that you chose someone else over loving yourself and walking away from situations that do not serve you as an individual. Number four, it is okay to be single. And I'm saying that for me too. It's okay to be single. I have been single for two years and I'll be very candid with y'all. I was the girl that could not stay single to save her life. I always had to have a man. And for what? Not even really getting the chance to know these men. Not really even getting the chance just jumping in relation. Ooh, I love him. Girl, no, you don't. You don't. You don't love him. You don't know him. You love the idea of him. You love the idea of having a boyfriend. The idea of having a man to go on dates with and to cuddle with and to just do things with. You can do things by yourself. You can do stuff with your friends. You can do things with your family. You don't have to have a boyfriend to have fun in your life. Now, if you get to the point, and I mentioned this in one of my Instagram stories the other day, once you do that love and that healing on yourself, that growth, that healing, that reflection, understanding what you want out of relationships, what are your core values in a relationship? We're going to talk about that later. Your core values and understanding what you will accept in relationships and what you will not accept in relationships, right? Then you can move forward and you know that when you get into another one, you have that knowledge so that you can go forth and be in a more successful and a more healthy relationship. Once you know what you want and you do some healing on your own, because trust me, if you have been in multiple toxic relationships, you have a lot of healing to do. I had a lot of healing to do and I'm still healing right? We're healing. You you never reach that brink of I'm done healing. You're healing constantly. You're growing constantly. This does not ever stop. This is a constant process. It never ever ends. It's always going on. So how do you know when you are struggling with being single? You jump into relationship after after relationship. You don't give your time to process breakups. You don't give yourself yourself time to grow from breakups. You don't give yourself that time to just be you. And I'm not saying you have to be single for two years like me. I know two years has been a minute, but there's people who take longer. Whatever that journey is, however long it takes you to feel like I am centered and grounded enough in myself and who I am. Now I can give part of that to another person and I can receive them as well. Then that is the point where you should get back in there. But you have to do the healing first. You have to do the work. If you do not do the work, you are just carrying burdens and emotional shackles 
that you are being chained with and you're adding more and more emotional shackles onto your, onto your wrists, onto your ankles, onto your life. And what now? You're buried down. You're so weighed down and you can barely even stand up to actually be and enjoy and be present in the relationship because you are so, so weighed down by all the things that you have dealt with, all the things that you have endured in your life and and in relationships that you cannot, you you can't even step forward. You can pretend because that's what I was doing. I was pretending like I was cool. I was pretending like I was in love and I was good. And I wasn't thinking about being scared about this boy, old boy doing what past guy did and this dude doing what that dude did. No, you know, because we're bringing in that baggage and that's also not fair to our partners. We're not even giving them a chance. We're bringing all this emotional baggage into their relationship and it's not fair to them right? And also going into that a little bit, that's also a conversation you should have when you're talking to somebody. If you start to feel like I have respect for them, let them know, look, I have way too much baggage that I have not dealt with yet. I would love to be in a relationship with you. I would love to explore how we can grow and how we can prosper together. But at this time, I'm not ready. And it's not because of you, it's because I need to heal and I don't want to bring that baggage into you. That is a great way to share that with somebody who's interested in you when you have not done your healing yet, because I've had to have those conversations before. Let's move into the next one. Number five, let them leave if they want to go. Let them go. You know the song, Fantasia? Um, go ahead and free yourself. Let them go. Let them free themselves. We sometimes force people to stay in our lives. We just don't want to lose them. We love them so much, right? Why do you want somebody in your space who doesn't want you? You know, because we think, oh, you know, it's just a phase or they don't really know what they want. And, you know, I'm going to show them how much they would want me and how much they need me and how much this and how much that. But at the end of the day, they don't want you. At the end of the day, they don't want to be with you. So why force them to be there? Because then that's when we force people to be there. People creep off and they cheat. And I'm not saying it's okay for them to cheat. It's never okay to cheat. You break up with somebody before you cheat. But if they try to leave, right? And then you force them to stay. And then they, it, it doesn't have to be cheating. And they start doing stuff that's disrespectful, that's not right, that you don't like, that you're uncomfortable with. You made them stay, right? And no, you can't really, I mean, you can't really make them stay. Somebody can go, but you can guilt somebody into feeling like they have to stay with you because I, I have been that person that's been guilted into staying and should I just got up and left? Absolutely. Absolutely. But you have to let people go. And if they come back, awesome. They're back. That's good. We can move forward. We can live and we can live together and we can work things out. But if they don't want to be there, the first time someone says, look, this is not working for me. I don't want to be with you. 
okay. Are you going to be upset? 100%. Are you going to cry? Yes. Are you going to turn up your turn on your breakup song playlist? Yes. Are you going to watch every sad movie you can find? Maybe. I mean, we all deal with some. Some people are going to go out to the club. Whatever you, whatever you do when you're super hurt and you have your heart broken, you're going to do that. But guess what? You're going to come out on the other side okay. Because if they left and they didn't want to be there and they don't come back, they weren't supposed to be there in the first place. That was a sign to you that there was somebody else out there that is greater for you and is somebody else out there that is going to appreciate you more, love you more, and be your person. That person that left you or didn't want to be with you anymore probably isn't your person. Or like I said, if they are, you know, sometimes people break up and they come back together. You know, I have a friend of mine, we're not together, but we have had stages where he and I were not to, we, we didn't talk and then we come back and then we have a little fight. We come back, whatever it is, If you're finding that you are in the situation where that person is still showing up in your life and in a positive way, because with him, it's positive. You know, it's not necessarily, yes, we might get into it. Yes, we might have spats, but ultimately him being in my life is a positive force, right? So if we are to end up being back together, I don't feel like, okay, that's a bad thing. You know, this is a red flag. Sometimes people have to go away to come back. But also some people go away and they stay away, right? So if that's the case, then we just respect that and we move on and we just know that it's not for us. And it's toxic to stay and force them to stay or try to force a relationship that we know at the end of the day is not going to work. Number six, know when and where to give your energy. This is a big one, and I think a lot of people don't realize that this is toxic. When you are constantly giving so much and so much and so much of yourself, let me do this for you because I'm gonna give, I'm using my, you know, I always use myself as an example. I was with dude, he lived in this apartment with like four other dudes, and they were gross, they were disgusting, filthy human beings, but that's besides the point. <laughs> that's besides the point, but. I was cleaning up their house. I had no business cleaning up grown man's house. And I'm clapping for myself because I had no business cleaning up these grown men's house. Able-bodied, grown men, nothing wrong with their hands, nothing wrong with their legs, their feet. They had all the tools for success to not be dirty, but chose to be dirty. Part of it, and I told myself it was because I couldn't stand being in a dirty place. But then it was like, then just don't go. Why are you going to the place if it's dirty? Just don't go. But cleaning, cooking, washing his laundry, doing his homework for him. I was giving way too much of my energy to him. In addition to dealing with the constant arguments, the constant fights, the constant issues, whether valid or, you know, silly, Regardless, way too much of my energy was going into him. And there should have been a lot of things that I should have pulled back to save for myself. I, If I wanted to cook every now and then, there's nothing wrong with cooking for your significant other at all. Okay, but I was always doing it. And 
the thing is, I was doing it with the right intentions because I was never expecting anything in return. Remember that when you do things and expect something to do in return, I'm not, it's not as genuine as you think. Doing things for somebody and expecting it to be brought back to you, given back to you is, is not genuine, right? A lot of times we give something to someone, we don't expect anything in return. What do we expect for people to treat us with respect and support us and do nice things for us? Yes, but we don't do things in order to get something back, if that makes sense. It's kind of like the law of reciprocity, right? Um, and manifestation. You don't do something to expect something to come back to, come back to you. So n- knowing when to give your energy, knowing when your energy should be kept for yourself, a sacred place for yourself, put it in your pocket, and when you should give it to your partner. Because when you're constantly giving way too much, give, 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 what do you have left for yourself? So now you're in this relationship. You're giving everything to this woman. You're giving everything to this man. But what do you have for yourself? What is left for you? Ask yourself that. If you're someone who is constantly giving, 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 what are you coming? What are you giving back to yourself? Because then you know what that creates resentment. You're resentful. And now you've just created this whole toxic situation that probably could have been avoided if you hadn't done all that, hadn't given all that energy, hadn't done all that extra stuff, right? But, and I'm not saying some people, you do it out of the kindness of your heart. When I was doing it, I was doing it 100% out of the kindness of my heart because I'm a recovering people pleaser. And And so I get that mindset. I've been there. I'm still working on getting out of that, right? It's it's a constant state of growing and healing from it. But you doing all of that, not getting anything, and then you don't, in the instance that you're not getting anything in return, then you're resenting your partner, and then that creates more arguments. You're more irritable. You get upset at things that you probably wouldn't get upset about. You expect things because you would do it, and they didn't do it. You're creating un- you're creating, you're creating unnecessary problems and you're creating expectations that they may not even be able to meet because you expect them to do exactly what you do. But the gag is, is that they're not you. They're a different person, right? And so if they're not, if they're not giving you what you feel like you need, then you exit. But you also Don't give so much of yourself to where you have nothing left and then you become resentful because you are realizing, I do all this for you. I I don't make time for myself. I'm always doing this for you, sis or sis or bruh. That's on you. You chose to give them all of that and not give it to you. So now what, right? Now you're in a bad space. Now you feel like you aren't getting what you what you paid for essentially you're not getting what you wanted out of this relationship but what no it's what you decided that expectation you set that was a little bit unreasonable so remember you gotta check yourself sometimes so let's kind of go over everything we talked about we talked about one listening to your intuition we talked about letting go of those who do not support you we talked about confusing love with fear. And here I am, I'm bringing up that journal journal prompt again. 
what are all the times that you have confused fear with love slash all the times that you have confused love with fear okay and then also going into knowing it's okay to be single letting people leave if they don't want to go if you need to look up that song by fantasia listen to that and know when and where to give your energy okay okay so as always i'm going to leave you with some affirmations remember when you're using affirmations you can write them down in your journal you can repeat them to yourself recently i have started to put them on sticky notes and put them in my desk area because it's somewhere that i go every single day it's somewhere that i will look every single day you can also do it on your mirrors anywhere that you go every day so here we go number one I am protecting my energy and space. Number two, I am deserving of respect. Number three, my worth is not determined by others. Okay. All right, guys. So I'm going to be going on IG Live later. Not necessary today when I record this episode, but I'll be going on to IG Live to talk about more into the toxic relationships and what that looks like. So you can definitely hop up on there at Ashley Crittenden underscore XO to check out that live. Also, I want to let you guys know if you are into the spiritual Um, metaphysical realm and you are looking for that for your healing and growth journey I have just opened up my business from the lotus we currently have journals um different sage different kinds of sages and um smudging materials and we also have an assortment of crystals go check it out at from the lotus shop.com as always, thank you so much for being here. Don't forget, if you enjoyed this episode and this episode resonates with you, please screenshot it, tag me on Instagram, and show some love and support. And you guys and you beautiful, beautiful people, have a wonderful day.